and welcome to another week's episode of Soper's Chat. I'm your host, Christy. Uh, the first thing I'm going to discuss is we have a new convention that was brought to my attention. Uh, and thank you, Trisha, by the way. She's the one that let me know about that, one of our listeners. Thank you. It is the Unique Bath, Body, and Home. It's the first year they're having it. Uh, it's in Kansas City, Missouri. It is June 13th and 14th. Uh, I'll include a link in the comments. I'll also include a link to the other ones as well. Now, as an aside, I can't guarantee these will still be going on given the situation with current events being what they are. Um, so you'll want to check with those conferences to make sure that they don't cancel or reschedule because of obvious reasons. Um, so yeah, but I will include a link to all the conventions that I'm aware of. And if you know of any conventions that you don't see listed there, please message me to let me know. You can do so at soperschatteroutlook.com. And I'll share that knowledge with the other listeners. Thank you, by the way. Uh, moving right along, I wanted to mention the uh, challenge for the Soap Club, Soap Challenge Club for this month. It is a very cool challenge this month. It is the clamshell t- technique. Uh, it was demonstrated by uh, Terry Ensley from Tree Marie Soap Works. Um, so she does uh, kind of demonstrate how to do it. Um, And it is sponsored by Elements Bath and Body. They're out of Colorado. And let me tell you, they've got some fast shipping going on there. I recently ordered from them not too long ago. And I got my order so fast I had to duck. And I'm in upstate New York. Go figure. Uh, But their grand prize is a $50 gift certificate. Second place is a $35 gift certificate. Third place is a $25 gift certificate. And sponsor's choice is a $20 gift certificate. But let me tell you, if you can do this technique... You got bragging rights right there, man, because that is an awesome technique. Uh, But the registration uh, is going on right now. It goes until March 9th because it was from the 2nd of March to the 9th of March. Submissions are open from the 9th of March to the 23rd of March. Voting is from March 24th to the 27th, and winners are going to be announced on the 28th. Uh, Now, after that, there's not going to be a competition in April. So, uh, and I will include a link to their website, so in case you don't want to take advantage of the March competition, you can kind of skip over to the, whatever the May competition is going to be, and of course I will announce that as soon as I find out about it. The next thing I want to mention is recently we lost um, the inventor of Candle Fun, um, he created where the, the carving system that you can create those pillar candles, you've probably seen them before. They were, they've been really popular. It's been around for about 15 years. Um, but he recently passed away. Uh, candles and Supplies has recently acquired the trademarks, patents, and the website for Candle Fun so that we can continue to learn and others in the future can continue to learn that craft. So if you haven't had a chance to learn how to carve candles, uh, if you learned a long time ago and you forgot how to do it and you want to kind of learn it again or um, you want to keep going, you've been, you're like, oh my gosh, I can't get my stuff anymore. Relax. You'll be able to do that through Candles and Supplies. They have kindly taken on that mantle. And so everybody in the future going forward are going to be able to still participate, still learn still hone that craft. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, if you go on YouTube and type in candle carving or candle fun, there's plenty of information that's available on there. So if that's something you want to learn to do, go for it. And post pictures on the uh, Soper's Chat Facebook group. It's not just about soap, man. Candles kind of go in that same same arena. 
So I'd love to see it because I'm just always so impressed with that. I have watched those on YouTube and it is fascinating. So yeah, I hope you're able to take advantage of that. Um, the next thing I want to talk about is uh, recently there's been some concerns about soap calc uh, not being available. It looks like it might be available now. There was a while, a couple, couple days where it just wasn't working, uh, but it looks like they've got it back up and running. Um, however, if you have a situation where uh, you want to have more than one solution or uh, the unfortunately... SoapCalc doesn't offer this. If you want to learn or uh, work with a recipe that's dual lye, you may need an alternative solution out there for uh, calculating your recipe. Now, big thing, and I will stress this until I run out of breath um, or go out of style, please, 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 any recipe that you get, uh, doesn't matter where it comes from, um, always, 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 even if it's provided on uh, a results page of a soap calculator, still run it through a soap calculator. Um, I have one I offer on my Facebook group um, for those who, if they want one. Uh, there's also websites, uh, YouTube video, YouTubers that provide them. I still, even though the one that I provided is on a, it's a, it's a printout of a soap calc recipe. I don't care. Still run it through a soap calculator. I can't stress that enough because so many times people are like, I followed all the directions that they had in the book and I used a cup of this and a half a cup of that and my soap is not firming up. It's a muddy mess. Um, it's a brick um, because they didn't run it through a soap calculator. It doesn't matter that they provided you that information. Uh, or you might have a recipe where they, they put it in percentages and it's like, oh, what am I going to do with this? It's in percentages. Well, that's okay. There's a lot of soap calculators out there where you tell it, I want to make a pound of soap and here's the percentages and boom, it will give you the numbers that you need in order to make a soap. But you still want to put that in and see what comes back. And that way you don't run the risk of messing up and, and wasting oils and butters, which sucks, I got to tell you. Um, but... The nice thing about it is, the like for example with soap calc, they, they have where you can do a pound of soap. You can start with a pound of soap. You don't have to do a pound. You can do half a pound if you want to, but you can also use ounces and grams. So that's the nice thing about it there. So if you want to do grams, they start with 500 grams. You can knock that down to 250 so you're not wasting ingredients. Um, as a matter of fact, if you go to... Uh, there's a couple of places out there that sell the tall and skinny minis, the itty bitty little, little, I've used them. You probably see the video on the uh, Soper Chat Facebook group where I've tried the um, the sweet paprika. I used a tall and skinny mini that is very, very uh, seasoned with the paprika now. Um, but it's such a cute little mold. So if you want to, if you want to attempt a soap, it's just, there you go, itty bitty. Um, I know right off the bat, you can buy them through um, Micah's and more. Uh, Steph's got a big bunch of those that are available, and then she's got the, the bigger ones. Um, she's currently doing uh, videos using uh, Coroplast molds right now, so those are something that are being demonstrated. But hey, you can't go wrong with the tall and skinny mini. They're just so cute. And be sure to use sodium lactate, though, or salt, something to firm up that thing. Because let me tell you, nothing sucks worse than to try to pull out your soap and you're like, oh my gosh, the corners are stuck to the side. 
Yeah, that's not fun. Personal experience right there. Anywho, circling back, uh, if you, for some reason, can't get into soap calc, something happens where soap calc goes down, um, you're not able to get in there, it's not the end of the world. There are tons of other soap-making calculators that are out there. Uh, soap Guild has one that's available on their page. Of course, there, there's SoapMaker 3 if you want to buy uh, a tool because not only do they have where you can uh, do your recipes in there and keep your recipes in there, you can also keep track of your uh, inventory. Um, and you can also put other recipes in there as well, which is fantabulous. I just discovered that not too long ago. So I put in a lotion recipe in there and I put a whipped soap recipe in there. So I was like, oh, nice, this is good. And of course, I did backups. I'm a backup person. It's like, save often. Control S, control S. Yeah, but there are tons of different soap calculators out there. I'll provide a link to a couple of them in the comments for you to take advantage of. Um, there's a, a couple of uh, links that I found where they talk about, it's like a conversation about other, about all the calculators. They go and there's one in there that I'll provide that talks about eight, uh, six different calculators that are available. So that'll save you a little bit of time in looking. Um, but one that I, I kind of use, um, used a couple times is Soapy. And the reason I use that is because of dual lie, uh, because that's, as I mentioned previously, SoapCalc does not offer dual lie. If you want to use, um, actually, it looks like they might have started possibly providing it. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Um, but until I can play with that, more to come on it. Um, there are other, um, options that are out there for dual lye soaps. Um, and I use soapy is just one. I mean, there's tons of other ones out there. The sage has one, brambleberry has one. Um, there's all kinds out there. Um, and if you want to use any other soap calculators, nothing wrong with that, but use one, please, please, please. Don't just go, oh, I used the recipe in the book. Oh, you'll watch my, my face just drop and you do what? Um, yeah. So long story short, you know, it's good to use soap calc. If soap calc's not available, you know, have a backup, have a backup plan. Um, that way you're not kind of stuck in a lurch there. Um, and one thing that kind of goes along with a soap calculator is super fatting. Uh, now, what is super fat? Um, well, it's kind of different for cold process and hot process. Uh, it's basically a way to kind of add a conditioning to your soap, moisturizing to your soap. Um, usually with hot process, um, what ends up happening there is after your soap goes through what they call the cook, um, which my favorite thing is watching the soap go through volcano. Volcano is so cool. If you ever get a chance to go on YouTube and just type in soap volcano. I know there's a bunch of kids doing them with uh, Dawn dish soap, but that's not the one I'm talking about. The one I'm talking about is where you're watching the oils and the butters and the lye mixed together, and then you see things just kind of bubbling up. And if they don't catch it fast enough, it bubbles over, um, usually out of the crock pot or a stock pot and goes everywhere and it's not cool. But if caught, it just kind of bubbles up. Now, the only downside about it is the soap stink. I've made a couple of hot process soaps and it, I tell you it took like a month to get that soap soapy smell out of the room which is not fun 
Um, some people don't even think about it anymore because they're so used to the smell, but everybody else is like, oh my gosh, why does it smell like soap? Well, because uh, it's my soap in room. Yeah, uh, go figure. Anywho, so usually when you're making hot processed soap afterwards, uh, some people add an additional oil or butter, usually butter to their soaps, like shea butter is usually the one I commonly see added. Um, but it adds that certain extra something after it's gone through saponification with hot process soap. With cold process soap, it's done during, you know, you're making up your batch. Um, so what it is, is you'll notice if you go to soap calc, for example, up in the top right corner, they have super fat. Their default is 5%. Um, I've actually gone without super fat for the longest time in my soap recipes. Um, and only recently I decided, you know, I'm going to go ahead and add super fat to it. Get some moisturizing into my soaps more than what I currently have. Because I just, I, you become a connoisseur when you start making soap. You're like, oh, I want a little bit of this. I want a little bit of that. I want a little bit more of this. I want a little bit more of that. I want bubbles. Yeah. So I'm a bubble person if you don't know. Uh, but the super fat helps you add that moisturizing quality to your soap. Um, if you want more information about it, I will definitely provide some articles for you to peruse. Um, should you desire, it's not a bad thing if you don't super fat, but should you have a desire to do so, at least you kind of have your resources about you. And when you go to do your recipe, you know, do I want a super fat? Mm, yeah, maybe. I can tell you that usually what I've seen with like uh, dish soap, when people use coconut oil to make dish soap or laundry soap is usually the time when I hear a lot of discussion because it's usually 100% coconut oil and then however much super fat. So those are things to keep in mind when you think about super fat. Um, but it's definitely something that should you have a desire to do so, it's an option that's out there for you. That's pretty much all we have for this week's episode. If you have suggestions for uh, subjects for future episodes, please let us know. You can do so uh, by either emailing us at soperschat at uh, outlook.com uh, or we have a Facebook group, Soper's Chat Facebook group. Feel free to join. Uh, that way you can kind of see what everybody else is doing and participate in conversations. Um, otherwise, I hope you have a wonderful weekend and we'll talk to you later. Bye.